Hello guys and welcome to the Moral Nigerian Podcast. I've been your host, Emmanuel Atar. Um, first of all, I know I've been gone for a little while. Like the last episode that I uploaded was, I think, in early October, I think. And this is December. It's Christmas, actually. Not just December. We're celebrating Christmas. And um, it's such an amazing time of the year where there's so much love and joy. All over the world and that's actually a mystery it's actually a mystery that at this time of the year all over the world people are celebrating christmas even the non-christians feel the impact of christmas because and christmas affects every area of our lives you know no in our family it affects our family it affects relationships it affects uh, it affected the economy because generally there's a boom economically during the christmas um celebrations um, it, it affects, you know, government policies. Most government declare public holidays in, during the Christmas period. And, um, you know, I, I really, really miss um, recording a podcast, putting out content, audio content. Uh, so, season's greetings to everybody. Merry Christmas and um, a Happy New Year in advance. Definitely, um, I'm going to definitely upload, uh, I'm planning to upload two episodes between now and the end of the year which is like one week yeah so it's because it's practically christmas um i'm going to upload two episodes this one this this is one and the next one the next episode is actually a very very interesting episode because i interviewed um the manager general manager of a very prominent logistics company here in lagos and we had a long chat about what the year was like you know for both our businesses for us personally and for the country so i think that's an episode that you want to actually look out for um <clears throat> the reason why i have i didn't record or put that content i know some of you out there myself been expecting content like this is because i i was very ill like i i mean i was ill like i had some very very, very serious health challenges and so um, I was not able to do anything. I was not able to run my business. I was not able to um, meet up some resp- clients' responsibilities and the rest of it like that. So, but I'm good now. I mean, if I want to just give you a little bit of context of what it was, I was hospitalized for about three weeks. Yeah, so, and I was on the ventilator. I, was, I couldn't breathe by myself. Um... It's well, the doctor said it was uh, an acute pneumonia, very, very bad pneumonia. I uh, spent upwards of um, how much now? 700,000, 750,000 for Naira for hospital bills. Uh, how much is that equivalent? Let me calculate. Uh, let me just get my calculator 750,000 divided by 500. So that's like a thousand five hundred dollars, like a thousand five hundred dollars on hospital bills, um, which is a lot of money. My God, I haven't spent that kind of money on my health like ever. But the most important thing was that I actually came out of it alive. And you know, when there's life, you can always hustle up and replace whatever you've lost. So I mean, that's just the short story. I mean, a lot happened in between, but I don't want to go into some of the gruesome details of my ordeal at the hospital because i you know in lagos here there are a lot of 
private hospitals and but there's a particular hospital which is which comes highly recommended even from the private hospital which is LUTS. LUTS is in Lagos. LUTS is L-U-T-H. It's, it's an acronym for um, Lagos University Teaching Hospital. It's, uh, it's owned by the federal government of Nigeria and so that was the place where I spent a greater part of the three weeks when I was hospitalized because I was hospitalized somewhere else first. And when the case was getting out of hand, they actually transferred me to Lutz, where I now spent more time. Um, because the Lutz is where you can, you know, they say, quote unquote, you can get experts. A lot of experts are there in that particular hospital, consultants and the rest of them. So, I mean, that was where I was, I was treated. Yes, so true to say there are professionals in Lutz, a lot of professionals. Yes, those doctors are good. They are good at what they do yes so i was i was seen by a combined team of um, hematologists um respiratory medicine infectious disease medicine because at a point they thought it was i was infected with the covid with the coronavirus but um the the chest cities kind of did and um some other observations or according to the expert they said no it cannot be coronavirus they actually thought again that it was a tuberculosis because i was coughing at some point but i did another test and it it was not tuberculosis now let me correct something now the, the covid 19 um disease cannot be if in virus covid 19 virus coronavirus cannot be detected by ct scan you know so um, let me not say because i did a ct scan it was one of the things that was ruled out because the doctor was trying to figure out what was actually wrong with me. Why couldn't I breathe? Why couldn't I? Why was I coughing? It was symptoms of the COVID-19. But they ruled it out that no, because there were other mitigating factors. And the result of the CT scan actually showed that it was actually a pneumonia. So um, I was seen by combined doctors of, like I said, hematologists, uh, respiratory doctors, and infectious disease and doctors from the infectious disease center not not center infectious infectious disease doctors yeah let me just put it that way so uh they were the ones but the infectious disease guys when they just came in when they examined me they examined the ct scan they examined some other results they just ruled that it wasn't an infectious disease it wasn't something that was infectious so they just like stayed with me for like a couple they did some work with me a couple of days the two teams that were managing me back to back on day to day were hematology and um respiratory medicine um they did their best actually um, because like well i'm still alive today now but one thing i should actually point out there which is the environment loot is a very old it's a very, very old hospital and um realize that most of the facilities are run down the facilities in loot are run down facilities like terrible facilities i mean from when you get into the building like the windows are dirty the floors okay well the the, the, the janitors do their best anyway with the resources and equipment that's available to them to keep the floors clean the windows are dirty they i mean the the toilets well the janitors like i said do their best but it's not what a standard hospital should be like in terms of hygiene 
Secondly, I mean, no equipment. The hospitals were, the wards were practically empty, like just the birds. I had to, like my, my friends had to bring in a pillow for me. They had to bring in a bed sheet for me. They had to bring in a blanket for me. I bought a standing fan, a fan that I could use in the world because there was just no fan in the world. So I bought a fan by myself that I could use in loot emergency um emergency center you know so like the fun that the whole world and there were three beds in that particular room they were benefiting from that fan and i mean there was just no fun in it there was just no fun there. so definitely it wasn't it wasn't well ventilated it just wasn't well ventilated like i said i had to get my own bed sheets my own pillowcase my own pillows um like i paid for definitely all the food i ate i bought them um, I, I want to give a shout out to my sister. My sister came in all the way from Port Harcourt in Nigeria to Lagos and stayed with me throughout my stay in Lutz. She was like, when I couldn't even go to pee by myself, I would pee in a bucket and she would go empty it. I mean, she she was the one running around, you know, collecting, like going to deliver samples for the test, going to collect results for the test because there in Lutz, you need someone to do everything for you. It's not an automated process. The doctors will come and draw the blood. Your relative or your friend is you will be the person that will take the blood sample and the paper written the 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 um paper where they wrote the test. It's your relative that will take that paper to the lab and hand it over to them. Not the nurses, not anybody. Your relative has been able to do it, you know. Your relative will now go back to be the one to collect the results, the paper, and show it to the doctor. They will now file it in your folder. So nothing is automated. Everything is manually done. You have to move by yourself. I received some blood transfusions. My sister had to be the one to go request for the blood, you know, fill the forms. I mean, it was, it was a whole lot of stress. It was a whole lot of stress. I mean, because, look... This the systems. The system is a very stressful system, and honestly speaking, I I that experience experiencing the full weight of the Nigerian medical system. Honestly speaking, I felt quite sorry for the state of our country, because look, it's a very popular hospital in Nigeria not just in Lagos, in Nigeria. When you mention loot in any part of the country, it is a notable hospital and it is as run down as that. Now, compare it to other parts of the country. You know, if because Lagos is seen as the big apple of Nigeria. So, if, 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 if a federal facility of that caliber can be run down to that level, to the extent that you have to bring your own bed sheets, like, otherwise you will sleep on the bed Yes, they do provide bed sheets, but I mean, it's definitely not the type of bed sheet you will want to lay down on. It's just definitely not. So they they don't even provide pillows. You can't even have a pillow. So I mean, honestly, I was a lot of people died. Yeah, while I was there, they willed that a lot of people. You see them covered. You know, when when you see that they are pushing, willing somebody past, and the face is covered, you know, you know that's a dead body they are pushing. You know, so the expenses are just so high. 
for a government hospital it's a bit expensive there is no definitely there's no health insurance you know what the so-called nhis and the so-called is if you're working for the federal government or you're really working for the federal government if not you are not a beneficiary an average nigerian cannot benefit from the health insurance scheme so you know i'm not I'm, I'm just trying to share my experience i'm not trying to lambast any anybody or trying to run down anybody i'm just sharing my experience when i was ill and honestly guys don't be sick do all you can to live healthy do all you can to stay healthy don't be sick because especially if you're living in nigeria just don't be sick man just don't because we we got nothing honestly we we got nothing you cannot afford to be ill if you are ill in this country and you you ain't got money i mean serious money you know i mean you 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 just go through a lot of hardship you may lose your life you even if you don't lose your life you may come up i mean it's there's just no assurance there's just no assurances you know i mean we even my family i even had the money to spend up to that amount seven hundred thousand upwards we can't even pinpoint the exact amount but it was around that between seven hundred and eight hundred thousand naira spent for medical bills if you don't got that kind of money I don't know what will have happened what will have what will have happened you know so i mean you just realize that live a healthy life live healthy eat well exercise regularly you know meditate do yoga if you can just try to stay healthy and drink a lot of water very very important and stay healthy and avoid hospitals in nigeria just avoid it just avoid it and you know avoid getting into accident drive safely those are the kind of things that would make you visit a hospital in nigeria if you are involved in an accident so try your best not to not to um i i i as, as part of as part of talking about um the medical services in nigeria i should also point out an incident that happened just last week um i was so I, I actually went to do an activation for an international brand in Nigeria. We did in Sokoto States. We also did in Abuja. So I was um, I decided to um, bump bunk with my brother. My senior brother is based in Abuja with his wife and his newborn baby. Yeah, I got the opportunity to see my niece for the first time. She's just an, an adorable kid. Anyway, so I came back. To Lagos by road, I used the road. Now, in short, I'll dedicate another episode to my experiences traveling to the north because it was my first time traveling to the northern part of the country. So I'm going to because there's a lot to talk about there. But I was traveling back to Lagos. I had my we had this we have this family friend. His name is um, Abraham Abraham Kokobasi. Now a is my senior brother's friend but we all know him my sister knows him know him i know him my parents know him like it's like it's like a, a family friend because he's always been there for my senior brother throughout when he was doing his wedding doing organizing stuff and all so his dad died some weeks earlier so he was to travel from abuja to akwaibom state akwaibom state is in the southern part of nigeria 
for the burial of his dad though he was traveling by road and this guy is about well i can he should be in his early 30s if i'm not mistaken 30 early 30s if i'm not mistaken um he died in a ghastly motor accident on his way from abuja to uyo and Ibom state e now this is the story i received that the vehicle was involved the bus it took was involved in a head-on collusion with another vehicle head-on collusion now a lot of people died instantly on the scene of the accident but reports originals was that he didn't die immediately he was rushed it was one of the people that were rushed to the hospital it was in critical condition obviously and because of negligence on the part of the particular hospital the part of the medical personnel that were in that hospital we don't i i don't i'm not privy to the information to what 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 hospital it was but the accident happened around enugu state enugu state is just in between abuja and aquaibom state so it was like midway in the journey so to say and um the hospital was in enugu state obviously where the accident happened now we there you know there was there's this negative well in nigeria when you when you take an emergency case to the hospital there's this sluggishness you know the nurses and the doctors you know exhibit towards attending to you if you go in with a gunshot wound they will first of all ask you for a for a for a police report even the same thing as accidents there's some hospitals that will tell you that if you don't drop money is a certain amount of money they can't touch you they can't even give you an anesthesia or something they can't even touch you except you drop some certain amount of money to offset the medical bills you would incur while they are treating you and so probably that was it I, I i can't really pinpoint exactly what was there but they say i was i was told by my brother which is his closest friend is that um, negligence the nigerian factor Definitely the Nigerian factor and he died in the hospital. Now assuming he was rushed to a good hospital or he was attended to immediately, you know, probably given the first aid he needed and the rest of it, he probably still be alive today. A young, promising guy, a very young, full of life, full of life, full of so full of life. He is the life of the party, man. Cool guy, cool guy. And as I when I was told, this accident happened on Friday. The same Friday I was traveling from Abuja to Lagos. I arrived safely. He didn't arrive his destination safely. I was told on Saturday morning. Um, I was on my way to, um, to Victoria Island for a, for a, for to cover an event, um, to do photography for a particular event. Um, and then I was while I was in transit, I was called and I was told this now at that time they hadn't told they hadn't reported the case to his mother yet because the mother just lost her husband imagine losing your husband and your first son because he's the first son the family in the space of one month they were about to bury the dad the husband and then the son died i mean it's the nigerian factor so to say because that is if he if he was meant to die you will have died in at the spot immediately in that accident because some people died instantly but 
he was alive when he was rushed to the hospital and it's, it still goes down to the issue of our medical services in nigeria are run down the ethics are run down the facilities are run down the personnels are run down yes the truth must be spoken they are all everything is run down that's why i said <laughs> live healthy stay healthy drive if you are commuting if you are traveling <laughs> well like we used to say in nigeria hold your god tight hold your god tight because hey if something were to happen to you man you are there is no you cannot bank on the fact that you have medical services that will save life you just can't bank on that fact and so we used to say when you are, when you are in Nigeria, you just hold God tight. When you are traveling, hold God tight, because <laughs> you there is just no other way. There is no other way. The system, the medical system, is broken. So John John's even bank on it that oh maybe I'll receive medical help if something happens if I'm sick or something. Live healthy, and that's why many people in Nigeria turn to traditional medicine like what we popularly call Agbo in nigeria traditional herbs for daily sustenance like i mean because that's what is affordable that's cheap and the largest extent it does work you know so um that's that was my experience anyway and um um honestly it was a very uh, we, we are the whole family is still in a very very somber mood because of the death of that our family friend, my senior brother's best friend. I've been calling and been speaking with my senior brother for the past few days since it happened. And he's still in a very, very sad mood. Celebrated, celebrating Christmas in a very, very sad mood because of what has happened. But I don't want to leave this episode on a sad note because in as much as the year has been such a terrible year um yeah i should also mention that yeah, between the last time we spoke and now on this particular episode i also lost my uncle um he died in canada and um he he was well let me not say elderly he was still young he was just in his 50s yeah i think yeah late 50s well i can't really pinpoint his age anyway it was it was doctor any person of his name is dr valentine atta he's a political stalwart in aquarium state political stalwart in aquarium state is like i mean when you talk about movers and shakers kingmakers in aquarium state he was one of them i mean and his death also comes as a shock to the Entire family. I think his death happened late in October of this year. Yeah. So I actually heard that news while I was in the hospital. While I was sick in the hospital. Like that's when I heard the news of my uncle's death. And um I haven't been able to even travel down because I'm still in Lagos. Um to go see the family, to see some of my cousins and commiserate with them on the death of their dad. Um but definitely that's something I'm gonna do in the next few days because I'm gonna be traveling towards the south for um a couple of events the burial inclusive of my uncle um but 
on a lighter mode, we're going to be dedicating my niece. My niece, her name is Zara. Zara Atta. And um, she's just an adorable girl. She doesn't cry. Like, she doesn't, like, I carried her a couple of times. She didn't cry. She's just so calm and peaceful, beautiful baby. So we're going to be dedicating her on the 3rd of January, 2021, which is, like, a week from now. Okay, more than a week. Okay, we're at Christmas anyway, so I think that's just, that's a couple of days anyway from now. And so I guess let's just end that this episode on that good note that okay, we're gonna be dedicating a newborn baby, such an adorable baby. Maybe I'm I'll take permission to post that picture if uh, my brother's gonna let me post that picture online. You guys can see this beautiful, beautiful, adorable baby. Anyway, let's let me end this episode right here. Um, the next episode, like I said, look out for the next episode of the Moral Nigerian Podcast. It's an episode that I'm sure you all are going to enjoy because it's very informative. A lot of talk packed in that particular episode. This is almost an hour-long episode, but trust me, it's going to be worth the time you spend listening to it because there's a lot of information. There's a lot of news that I and um, my friend, who is the um, general manager of a particular logistics delivery company in Lagos, we talked about so i'm gonna see you next time peace out guys and um i'm so grateful for life